Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Yeah, of course, it's the uh, the day after the budget and I'm sure you're sick to the teeth of uh, analysis and politicians and economists telling you how great it all is for you. But I just love to hear, chat to people today on the programme. I mean, how do you feel about the budget? Were you happy with it? Maybe you were. 1800 453 is the number if you want to, to join us to share your view on the show. Gail is on the line in Dublin. Um, Gail, you are a single parent. Were you happy with the budget? Um, well, while many of the measures in the budget like are welcome, I don't think they go far enough. And on the surface, it looks generous, but as you start to unpack it, the gaps start to emerge. So from the viewpoint of a lone parent, um, I was disappointed to see that there was no increase in the lone parent tax credit. Um, also, the other measures, if you look at um, the energy credits, those energy credits may seem generous, but they're not targeted enough. And I don't think that they're enough to mitigate against energy costs going forward, especially when you think about people who are already in arrears in their utility. Mm. So, so you think it should have been more, you know, more targeted in terms of the energy, particularly yeah, around energy? Yeah, I okay. think it would have been, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people today and, and even I was listening to a lot of the analysis, you know, yesterday afternoon and like very much in terms of the amount of money that, that they had to play with and very much a, a giveaway mm-hmm. budget. And yes, absolutely. There's a lot of the lobby groups are out today and, and talking about the points of division. Um, but do you feel you'll have more money just in, in your own pocket to play with, Kale? Not really. When you think about the cost of living at the moment, you're not your money is not going far enough anyway. Uh, like social welfare payments, the increase of twelve euro, that doesn't come into effect until January, and they've only given a two euro increase on qualified child. That really doesn't do anything. And I think that the one-off payments that they've made are short term, and lone parents are one of the groups who are most at risk of poverty. So I don't think these measures have done enough to protect. Uh, vulnerable groups from falling into poverty going forward as early as like early next year. And I think we are going to see a rise in poverty levels, especially child poverty. I was listening to Leo Varadkar, the Taunish, he he was on here earlier and, you know, he was just making the point that he doesn't envisage there's going to be a a mini budget uh, next year. So I suppose whatever's announced and and comes into uh, into play, um, that'll be it until, you know, this this time next year. Uh, Rachel's on the line as well. Um, Rachel, uh, Rachel Morrow from the Irish Cancer Society. Um, Some good news though, Rachel, in the budget. I mean, are you happy enough? Yeah, some good news, definitely. And I think that, you know, we have to, to celebrate um, good news when, when it comes yeah, around. Um, yeah, um, like I suppose from our perspective in the Irish Cancer Society, we're relieved um, that we've been campaigning for an end to hospital charges for many years. Um, and thankfully, that statutory charge was abolished um, yesterday in the budget. And that'll come into effect from April 1st. And it'll mean that cancer patients and, you know, patients from other disease groups as well, um, that they will no longer have to pay um, the €800 Euro per annum charge um, that they were subjected to um, up, up until yesterday. And it also means that without the charge, that um, we've spoken before about the use of debt collectors mm. um, that were chasing cancer patients um, for, for this for this money and causing unbelievable amounts of, of stress 
and anxiety and shame um, but because you know if they weren't able to pay it then they were getting these letters um, through their door and that will come to an end as well because if there's no charge there, w- there, there won't be the need for debt collectors yeah. um, it's, in, yeah, it's, so, in, it's inpatient it's inpatient hospital charges though isn't it that, that covers really all inpatients Rachel yeah so it's kind of a strange one because it, it includes overnight stays in public hospitals but it also includes um, people who are receiving day treatments um, for things like chemotherapy um, so they were being charged 80 euros um, every time they needed to go for treatment up to a maximum of 800 euros um, in a 12 month period but as most courses of chemo and radiotherapy need more than 10 mm. visits um, most cancer patients were meeting that maximum charge of 800 euros a year um, so we were hearing about that in the Irish Cancer Society our nurses were taking a lot of calls um, from patients who were you know emotionally and financially destroyed by that charge um, and like I said we've been campaigning on it for a number of years so we are we're, we're really relieved that that's come to an end there's other charges of course that, that still need attention like car parking charges and we'd love for every cancer patient to get a medical card um, when they're diagnosed because they're not um, currently um, entitled to that and, that, that and would there were no really, changes really in, in that mm. yesterday can you just clarify Rachel one thing for me because yeah. I had an, e- an email from a listener this morning um, it was an issue that we covered here on the show a number of months back we, we spoke to a, a number of different women and they were women who were currently um, had just started their maternity leave mm. and were then subsequently diagnosed with cancer and I suppose their maternity time was effectively taken up um, with illness you know cover and, and obviously yeah. going through through, through uh, treatment um, and a couple of months back listeners here to the show you know talked about the need to address that was there any change to that yesterday because I didn't spot there- it no, there wasn't any change to that. And we've been advocating for a change in that legislation um, for a considerable time now. Um, and it's just so unfair that somebody who's diagnosed with cancer on their maternity leave has to use that leave um, to, to get treated for cancer. So we've been engaging with Roderick O'Gorman, who's the minister responsible. Um, and we hope to see action on that and a change in legislation to equalise it. Because I remember when we were talking about this, Andrea, that the, there's an issue of the paternity leave so men can actually defer um, their paternity leave um, if, if they're unwell um, but maternity leave um, can't, can't be deferred yes. so it's it's really unfair and and it really you know that's yeah that so that wasn't addressed yesterday but hopefully maybe down in, at a later stage okay uh, this texter says my god can we just be grateful for what we got personally I only have the electricity credit and I am very grateful for that do we expect the government to pay for everything Claire who's a pensioner says my sole income is a modest occupational pension I'm now better off by €3.70 per week I'm restraining myself from dancing in the streets so glad though to see that the country's billionaires are getting the €600 to help with their electricity bills and that comes in from Claire Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk